And it's also funny to note in terms of like Toriyama, for example, he forgot Super Saiyan 2 was a thing. He admits this, which, you know, he forgets stuff all the time. And he admits, he openly admits this. He thought Super Saiyan 3 was Super Saiyan 2. He forgot Super Saiyan 2 was even a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine the creator of the series like, Super Saiyan 2? Yeah, that's the one with the hair that goes all the way down. No eyebrows, right? Uh, no, that's Super Saiyan 3. Wait, there's a (laughs) 3? What's going on? Welcome back to Animan Plus. This is episode 6. We're back once again. We got all the boys here. I got Zach here in studio with me. I got Josh over the phone. How are you guys doing today? Doing really good, Alex. Can't complain. Another wonderful winter day. That's true. It's finally cold. Uh, It's been cold all week. I know. It's nice. You got to bust out a hoodie for the first time in forever. But I also had to put on pants for the first time in forever, and I wasn't a big fan of that. I mean, I always bear honey, yeah. regardless of the weather, man. Well, you're, you're weird. You and John both. Hoodies <laughs> are comfortable. I mean, they are, but I'm not wearing them out in fucking 100 degree heat. <laughs> you're out of your mind. I just got to blast my AC. That's good. Make my own personal frozen tundra in my car. Man, you and John, you, you guys just live your own life. <laughs> There's no way I'd be doing that. Josh, so uh, how are you today, though? I'm good. I didn't good... get cold into work, so that was nice. Yeah, that's a that's a plus. That's a plus. Um, so uh, we do have my hero um, rising, heroes rising. It came out this week. That's pretty exciting. Expect a spoiler breakdown for, uh, on that from us sometime here in the near future. We're looking to do it this week. Um, it'll be this week or next week. We're, lo- we're we're looking to do it this week though. So I mean, I guess we'll see uh, if the, when this episode is up. If there's a spoiler cast up, then there's your answer. If there's not, it'll be out next week. Either way, I got it. Which is funny because uh, Best Buy actually sent it to me like three days early, which that was you know hype to Best Buy I guess. Then we're gonna disappoint everyone. And it's gonna be in like three weeks. I know, right? <laughs> no, I'm really excited to rewatch that movie. Uh, I got the digital code on my computer ready to go. Uh, dude, it's such a good movie. You haven't seen it yet, have you? No, I haven't watched ooh, it at all. Ooh, this is gonna be a good, good. This is gonna be a good time then because it is a really good movie. I think I think you'll definitely enjoy it. Uh, but let's kick off the show with some uh, some plugs here, and you know, just uh, shout out a couple things. You know, number one, go check out my other podcast, Lighthearted. If you're into gaming, movies, TV, everything along those lines, we also have the Lighthearted Game Awards that's coming up in December. That's gonna be pretty exciting. The DBA was on a break this week, so we could play the Crown Tundra and have a good fucking time. But here up this upcoming week, we will have DBA games going up on YouTube for you guys to check out. Uh, and then also make sure to check out the socials and the Patreon. I have actually started streaming finally. I've been saying that for like nine months but here we are i have been streaming a little bit uh streaming some pokemon i actually plan to stream the age of calamity demo possibly today we'll see which you know that doesn't reference anything for this podcast but just in general sense but either way you know so you can go check out my twitch you know go have some fun times there i put up a meme video on youtube of my uh twitch adventures i was i spent a lot more time on that than i probably should have but hey you know what that's the most investment that i've had in a video in like four years so I give myself a pat on the bat for that. So was that just one solo recording, or was that several recordings? Uh, that twelve-minute video was like three different Twitch streams that okay. I, just, I just pieced certain moments together into one giant flaming meme dog dog pile of shit. Okay. I really hope that the thumper dumper comment. Yes. And Nick yelling diddle. No, 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 no. There was no Dynamax Adventures, but there is plenty of thumper dumper comments. Yes. Good. Yeah, this one was just all like 
focused on like my adventures with the crown tundra josh you make a special appearance whenever you were chatting with me but uh oh, nice. no, no dynamax adventures though this was just me going around having you know chasing down gotta go fast galarian zapdos and fucking calyrex memes and peony memes and my fit my failure to catch stuff but yeah thumper dumper comments got in there for sure I would like to throw out while we're talking about it. I was looking at the catch rate for Calyrex, and its catch rate is actually higher than uh, Zacian, Zamazenta, and um, whatever the uh, dragon thing is. Well, the dragon's a, the dragon's one hundred percent. Oh yeah, dragon. Yeah, that, that's 100%. part of the story. Yeah, but Zacian and Zamazenta are like a seventy percent catch rate, and Calyrex is eighty. So you're telling so me I just have bad fucking luck? Yeah, the fact that you're just like tossing pokeballs and ultra balls and shit for that long was kind of funny when i when i looked up that it was 80 percent catch rate that actually low-key makes me mad because i use a master ball on it damn whatever anyway um so let's jump into the the bulk of the show here we do got some news i'm going to talk about some anime stuff uh some little fun facts for you and then as well as per normal our chapter reviews we are adding a couple new series to the chapter reviews this week we'll get to that when we get there uh so kicking off with the news so uh you know boruto and dragon ball super manga they are monthly um and when the latest chapters just popped out according to the manga plus rankings boruto was actually number one with 1.1 million readers followed by my hero at two dragon ball super at three one piece at four and black clover at five that's actually a big dub, in my opinion. That That's actually really dope. Uh, the Boruto manga is really good. It's just the anime that's a flaming dog turd. That's just not good. But the manga is really good. So f- to see it come up at number one with 1.1 million readers, that's actually really dope. Uh, I was really excited to see that, personally. I mean, it comes out, what, once a month, right? Yeah, once a month. So, I mean, you can starve your fan base for a chapter, but one month, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, it was a great chapter, too. Great chapter. Uh, so, yeah, just a little shout-out there. Uh, one little tidbit of news on One Piece is One Piece will be on a one-week break after 994. Uh, so, with Oda's plan to reach 1,000 chapters by the end of this year, based on how many weeks we have left, and this is not counting if Jump takes a, like a weekly break or anything, I think Oda can take one more break for him to still meet his 1,000-chapter mark, I think. I mean... Hey, by all means, take what break? 1,000 chapters is a phenomenal milestone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Josh, I bet I, I bet you're pretty pumped up for 1,000 chapters, being the big I One mean, Piece fan here. I mean, yeah. Really, chapters don't matter. It's the content that's in it. And that's true. But, hey, the content's good right now, so at least we got something that we at least we got that going for us. I mean, thousand, yeah, One Piece is really hype right, hype right now. 1,000 so. chapter shows has held consistent content for people to you know, have a consistent reader base so it stays in jump i mean yeah that's fair how many other mangas have even close to a thousand chapters doesn't hajime no ipo have over a thousand or am i am i hallucinating i would have to research that because i've never read hajima okay neither have i i think that's just what john told me but i'm not 100 sure because i mean i know chapter manga that have reached a thousand chapters very few as far as i'm aware yeah we're like talking maybe double digits maybe but i doubt it (sighs) Yeah, yeah. I, off the top of my head, I personally don't know of any series that are over a th- thousand chapters besides potentially Hajime no Ippo. Case want- closed. Case closed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's yeah. there's not a whole lot out there. So One Piece reaching that that thousand 
chapter mark sometime whether it be this year or next year uh just assuming next year is just a, a huge milestone uh, now josh one question i have for you just because you know i i'll be honest i didn't really pay attention uh throughout reading this or uh, reading one piece but with the thousand chapter mark is it going to be anything different for a chapter in terms of length is it are we going to get a longer chapter you think to celebrate this I, I don't know if he's done this before with like chapter 500 or anything but then again chapter 500 while that's a big deal yes chapter 1000 is that is a huge milestone so do you expect possibly like a longer chapter or anything you know some super cool color pages to you know celebrate this i mean there'll probably be something in jump but uh i think as far as the chapter goes it'll just be a normal chapter um jump may like do a bunch of color pages and stuff to celebrate the thousandth chapter but i think as far as oda and one piece are concerned the chapter is just going to be a normal what 15 17 page chapter maybe 25 i gotta agree with that i mean yeah. at best we may when that chapter thousand chapter maybe like a one piece themed jump where all oh the, yeah for sure all the different characters will be sort of one piece-esque yeah that, that that whole chapter will be you know just filled to the brim with one piece stuff you know in terms of uh oda not really just giving a fuck um so you guys know how like with weekly shonen jump they put out the uh, author's comments every single week yeah. Yeah. Um, usually they're somewhat insightful, sometimes funny, whatever. Uh, but in, in this last uh, issue that came out, Oda's was the prime example of not giving a single shred of a fuck. I see it being one of those things where it's just like they call Oda like, yo, hey, hey, man, we need a comment for the week. What you got? And he's just not giving a single, single fuck. He's just like, well, sandwich and chips are one of the best meals out there. That's my comment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it goes up there with some of his other ones. Like, I think I have a cold. I think like, I have a cold. <laughs> I mean, he's been, he's been doing this for years now. I mean, yeah. it's sort of hard to get pumped for, like, a comment when you're doing a weekly manga for so long. He's probably said almost the most insightful things he could say. So now, Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I kind of want to look at a, co- a compilation of them and see them from, like, the early days all the way to now and just every single one of them to see how random some of them are. Like, where you, where uh, you can find the moment where it's like, oh, yep, right here's where he stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and, you know, speaking of uh, author comments, I think I, I didn't mention this last week, but I meant to. Um, so obviously this past Sunday, my hero was on a break. It is going to come back here in a couple days, uh, for the weekly Shonen jump. Um, but one thing that I wanted to note last week that I forgot about is in the author comments from the week before with Hirokoshi, he made a comment, you know, his comment for the week was, uh, I apologize for the week break. I'm working on some big stuff right now. You guys will see soon. So, um, you know, one you know, what what he could potentially be working on is possibly a a big plot tr- change that's going to happen in the manga here here soon without flat out just saying a spoiler um so that that's pretty exciting that he could potentially be working on like character designs for example or uh anything along those lines so it's it's pretty in that comment was it caught my eye that was that was pretty interesting i'm, I'm excited to see what's actually going to come out of that because based on where we are in the manga you know we kind of know where things are going to potentially go, which, Hey, go check out our spoiler cast. If you want to know more information on that. I mean, and to be fair, we have our predictions and our theories, but until it actually comes out, he may throw us a curveball. Yep. That's right. That's right. Um, so Jojo's bizarre adventure, the meme of memes, the king of memes, uh, apparently stone oceans, the anime seems to be coming out next year. Yep. Um, I, I saw that Funimation is really pushing golden wind right now and getting uh, the golden wind, out like i think beginning of next year was what i saw uh in terms of like i don't know i don't know if it was manga 
uh, getting it over here in the West or the anime itself? Because the anime is already out over here, correct? I mean, the anime, yeah, it's out because it aired same time through like the Crunchyroll Funimation deal that they have. Oh, right, right. Well, yeah, it seems like Stone Ocean is going to come out next year, which is just another big title lineup for yep. everything coming out for 2021. Uh, 2021 just absolutely looking insane. JoJo's again is something I've never checked out, but I have wanted to because I want to know where the memes originated. I mean, JoJo itself is a very good series. Besides season one, that's just rough. I mean, it does setting purposes to build us our base of story, but it's rough. Um, The one thing that we unfortunately probably won't get animated is the Steel Ball Run, which is a weird one. It doesn't take place during the regular storyline of JoJo. Mm. It's actually in a separate timeline. Oh, okay, okay. Which is really weird, where instead of fighting each other and whatnot, they're having a race across uh, the United States. What the fuck is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? <laughs> it's, it's just that. It's a bizarre adventure, man. I can fucking tell. Sooner or later, I'm going to check this series out just for the memes, because at this point, I'm all about a fucking dumb meme series. Since, since we're talking about it, so here's what we got. We got season one is setting in like old, almost dark age Europe. Season two is in like, I want to say, fifties or sixties America. Then it continues that, but they go down to South America. I could be wrong on that. I don't. I haven't actually watched season three. In season four, we suddenly end up in Japan. And season five is continues in the same story of Japan. And season six, we're in Italy, which is Golden Wind. And remember, all these main characters are somehow related. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, they are the Joe Star family. That's a, that's fucking that's a, that's quite the fucking just jump around there, just moving across the world there. Yep. I'm gonna have to check out this series sooner or later. It's not very high on my list though, but it is on the list. Dang, it's gonna be a long trek when you start. <sighs> I know. Uh, another series that is on my list though, something that I have been reading that all of us have been reading is uh, Chainsaw Man. Uh, we've been talking about the Chainsaw Man manga here on the show, just giving a, re- a review on the chapters. Uh, shit's been fucking weird recently, uh, but apparently the uh, manga is potentially ending soon. We've kind of talked a little bit here on the show before about how like with where with what the hell's going on right now, it does kind of give like some in-game vibes in a way. But, you know, we've kind of speculated other ideas where maybe they could go to other countries or whatever the case is going to be. But uh, apparently uh, in the next in the issue for next week, it is going to be receiving a uh, last cover page uh, color page to celebrate the uh, last phase of the series, apparently, which is stated by the preview of the next issue. And I also didn't know this, but it's also important to note that uh, the creator only writes usually short mangas, apparently. I went back and looked at his history when someone pointed that out. And uh, sure enough, every series he's ever done has been a pretty short one. So uh, it, it is potential that Chainsaw Man, the manga, is going to be ending sometime here in the near future. Uh, we'll see. You know, once we get, you know, official confirmation besides just the, you know, last phase of the series. God knows what that could mean. That could mean anything. Yeah, it really could. Look at spoken earlier, One Piece. Yeah, exactly. One Piece is a prime example. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes with Chainsaw Man. I've personally enjoyed it. It's been a fucking... It's been a meme. It's had a lot of great uh, a lot of great action to it. Very, very gory. Um, it's, it, I mean, it's been enjoyable. The art's been really awesome to check out. But, you know, and there's going to be an anime for it eventually. Almost likely, yeah. There's yeah. no doubt. There, there will. Dude, Chainsaw Man's so wild, though. It's it is. gone from like, oh, this is really good, to I don't know what's going on, to like, what the fuck is going on now? <laughs> I yeah, don't understand That this. is probably the best way to put it, yeah. It, it's jumped all over the fucking place. Yeah, that last chapter, I was like, what? 
Yeah, the, yeah, literally, um, that no way little panel at the end was my fucking reaction to the end of the chapter. It was like, no way. Yeah. Come I on. mean, based on the characters involved, I've, I wasn't too surprised. I was just like, it was God very damn fitting. It, it also, was fitting. I'm also very much expecting something else to happen in the next chapter based on those characters as well, just because of their personalities. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, this is the first time in a few weeks now that I've actually been excited for the next chapter of Chainsaw Man. Because, um, you know, those last few, few chapters, man, they've been cool. They've been visually cool. But like like Josh said, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, but now, yeah, this is probably the first time in a few weeks that I've been excited for a Chainsaw Man chapter to come out. So I'm excited to see how it's going to go this upcoming Sunday. Uh, let's talk about some anime. Uh, so, you know, we've got the normal stuff here on the list. No Bleach, Jujutsu Kaisen, Yashihime. And did you watch Dragon Quest? Hell yes, I did. God, I, I, all right, so I want everyone to know, I still have not got, I still have not checked out more of Dragon Quest. I literally have it on the script as DQ for Zach because it's a meme at this point. Yeah, he's just going to go with, he's going to check out whatever's on the fucking script. So let's start off with Dragon Quest since I haven't checked it out anymore. How did episode four go for you? I mean... I was slightly disappointed with the fight just because it wasn't as big of a fight as I hoped for, but it's still early in the series, so I can't be too surprised. But we did get to see our villain it's been hyping up and find out that um, he's actually like a mid-boss. <laughs> okay. And then our mage guy, first companion guy, he's sort of getting serious about training. So we're still in the early stages. It's making some interesting points. We have a bigger evil than current evil, which mm-hmm. is wrecking shit. I promise I'll, I'll watch the second no, episode. No, you won't. Yes, I promise I will. No, you won't. I will. I promise. <laughs> Sooner or later, I will. I just don't False know promises. when. Okay. It, look, it's not very high on my list. Of, of any anime, I'd say off the top of my head, any anime that I'm going to go back and watch old episodes on to catch up on is probably the latest season of Sword Art that is just finished. I still need to finish watching that. I'm only about five episodes in. I loved season three. Season three was absolutely fucking insane. I absolutely loved it. It was so fucking good. So I do need to finish watching that. But I I, I will watch more Dragon Quest, damn it. I do Just w- for the meme. Before we move off from Dragon, I do want to also point that our tutor guy, he got to be a complete enough badass. Because, I mean, the initial fight, I was disappointed in the fight that came in with the evil guy. That was I was happy with. Okay. Because our tutor... We find out a bit more about his background, and he's just a good old badass. Okay. I promise I'll check it out, just for the memes. I'll do it. It's a meme at this point that I'm just ignoring I it. mean, it's just a meme for us. Like, yeah, it is. I'll, I'll watch more of it. Uh, let's talk about some Yashihime, because uh, I actually don't have an opinion on it this week. I have not watched episode four. Uh, usually Wednesday is my anime day, where I'll you know watch catch up on Jutsu Kaisen if I didn't watch it over the weekend, but obviously, you know, Blues comes out Wednesday. I'll watch Yashihime, but... That meme fucking video that I spent four hours on editing, that that's what took the place of anime <laughs> yesterday. So oh I have not watched Yashihime episode four. When I got in bed last night, I clicked in my head, oh shit, I've got the podcast tomorrow and I've watched nothing. <laughs> so I quickly watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Like I skipped like the first few minutes because I've read this. So I was like, all right, let's skip this. Let's skip this. Let's, let's watch it from here. And I watched all of Noblesse and then I was like, I'll try to check out Yashihime tomorrow before we start recording. But anyway, yeah, Yashihime episode four. You, what, why don't you guys talk about it? What, 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 what uh, went down? You want to start, Josh? Yeah, I mean you can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have my speculations about it now because this one finally gives us a sort of goal the girls are going to go towards. Mm-hmm. They do manage to go back through the tree of time. 
okay. through making a deal with the demon who's controlled. Yeah. From the first episode, funny enough, throwbacks. And yeah, now we're getting sort of a goal in line because some shit's going on with the two big demons. One's watching the West, one's watching the East. Apparently, Chishomaru was supposed to take over for his father and said, screw you guys, and did his own thing. Said, nah. So now this... So we had mentioned... uh, I can't believe I... Kikyo showing up. It's not actually Kikyo. Oh. It's a thing that takes her form. Oh. It's the the Tree of Ages, basically Mm -hmm. taking her form when she she shot the arrow at Inuyasha and hit him, stabbed him in the tree. Yeah. Like, she took... The tree took her essence or whatever, and that's the form the tree takes. Of course it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course it yeah, is. Basically, to go in a little bit further into that, so there was like two demons, one in the east I don't, and one in the west. I don't remember the demon's name, but I can assume it's probably the owl from the first episode. And the other one was the dog demon, which is Inyash and Shishomaru's father, um, that gives them the swords, the Tetsaiga and whatever Shishomaru has. And then whatever, whatever his the, dad's was that was only in the movie. Te, yeah. Tetsaga and the Tensega yeah. were the swords. Um, yeah, and apparently Shishomaru was supposed to take over, and he was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. So the tree is basically telling Shishomaru's daughters that, like, you know, you're going to have to kill him, well, basically. Yeah, more or less asked him, hey, need to go kill the other demon to keep the balance. And, yeah, that you, doesn't you're go you're going to have to kill Shishomaru, too, so. Oh, okay. Um, the, the, they're not really down for it, and instead the tree makes them fight Roothead, which they end up killing and realize Teller realizes, like, oh shit, we killed Roothead. How am I going to go back in time to the present day to my family? Um, And what's Inyasha's daughter's name? It's Moroha. Moroha, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, shout so out to Morgan Barry being the, vo- the English voice for Moroha when it comes out from fucking YouTube cover artist voice actor shout out to that yeah shout out to the fact that funimation is also dubbing it now whatever company dubbed it originally so there's no i think it was no, just viz wasn't it that probably did, that yeah. did it originally uh it was some canadian company hmm. that did it it might have been viz i'm not sure but funimation is doing yashihime so i'm waiting to see who chris abbott's cast as <laughs> it's a shomaru it's a shomaru <laughs> in yashimaruku it's all chris abbott yeah um but yeah shomaru is shown in this episode um, well not really. Uh, you say, well, not really. I say that it's clearly Shoshomaru. We see a leg in what looks like Shoshomaru's clothes. Well, it's definitely Shoshomaru's clothing from the original series. It doesn't. We do not get a face. Mm. It is definitely Shoshomaru's clothing and his little fur thing. Fur thing. That, <laughs> that you can go a few different ways. Not have. That, like, we haven't that seen a face, so I'm not going to say it's Shoshomaru. It, there is more than likely, there's more likely it is, but I'm not going to say it is until we get a face. And then... Yeah, well, we still don't have this, confirmation whether Moroha's Kagome and, and Yasha's child. This is where, this is where my theory comes into play that I put in the the, uh, the Discord. So, you know, obviously Kagome's family is like, "Oh, Moroha, you're you must be Kagome's daughter." And so, in the fourth episode, like you know, everyone's Uncle Soda or Grandpa, Grandma, blah 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 blah. Uh, but then she casually mentions when um, Kag. Gome's mother is like, you look just like a Gome. And she's like, I've never actually met her or something like that. And uh, that made me think, like, maybe Kagome's actually dead since 
Moroha's never actually never said she's never met Kagome, and the fact that when Kohaku was talking to uh, Kaede in like the first or second episode, they never mentioned Moroha, and K- Kohaku even mentioned like he hadn't seen Shishoma or not Shishoma Inuyasha and uh, Kagome in a while. So I was like maybe K- Kagome's dead. Well, then Zach pointed out he was like, well, that's obviously Kagome in the tree. I was like, that's not Kagome in the tree. That's Rin in the tree. And that's why Shishomaru is there. Shishomaru doesn't give a shit about Kagome. And I don't see why Inuyasha would dress up like Shishomaru. Uh, and also the other part was that in all the promo art and stuff, it has Shishomaru and Inuyasha, but does not have Kagome in any of it. Now, that's a fair point. Uh, once you pointed out earlier and I read that, I did, I did think about that. And you're right. Kagome has not been shown in any of the... Uh, the promo art for the series, so that yeah. that much that part's a good um, a good point. But all right, he, so hear me out now. I got a plot twist. All right, here we go. The, the the leg and the clothes that you saw, where you guys are saying it's potentially, or Josh is saying it's Shomer, you're saying potentially Shomer. Here's a plot twist. All right, just hear me out now. What if it's Shippo but grown up? No, I doubt it's Shippo, man. Just hear why? Me out. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> it could be Shippo. It could be Shippo, but it's probably not Shippo. I think it's Shishomaru, and I think the girl in the tree is actually Rin. Because Rin hasn't made an appearance yet, but, you know, Kohaku has. And you would think from watching the original series, like, Kohaku and Rin would kind of end up together. Because they were so close. I'm standing by my theory. I think it's Kagome in there. And I think Rin's the only human Shishomaru cared about through the entire series. So it has to be Rin in the tree and Shishomaru. There's no way. Plus, in all the promo art and stuff, Inuyasha's in his regular clothes. It's also important, too, that you actually never see Inuyasha's face in anything. Well, you see it in the opening. (laughs) In the opening, opening, you see the side of his face. But in the promo art, you only see the back of his head. So there's only there's there's a side of his face that you can't actually see. Until we get more facts, I'll stand by my, my theory. And I think Moraha has also been affected by that butterfly thing, even though she... that's actually that, that's actually an interesting point. Like, what if she is actually impacted by that and just doesn't realize it? I mean, it's possible. Yeah, that's an interesting thing to note because no one's ever actually brought up that she's Inuyasha's daughter yet. At this point, like they brought up maybe that she's Kagome's daughter, but. Even uh, the tree that's posing as Kikyo was like, I'll tell you your part in this in a second, but hear me out first, and then never said anything about why Moraha's part of it. Okay, but hear me out first. Shippo is the main antagonist. <laughs> uh, I doubt Shippo's the main antagonist. Uh, also, too, in the next episode, we actually get to see that Moroku's coming back. So Moroku will be in the next episode. Whether it's a flashback or present day, he's in it. I'm assuming still looking the same. Uh, I mean, it doesn't show his face. Uh, no. It's clearly his clothes, though. Okay. And considering he only has one son, we've seen his son like 15 times. It's not his son. Gotcha. But it's yeah, his clothes. His, his son is the, the demon hunter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, with Kohaku. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably get Moroku and Songo in the next episode, or at least Moroku. And then it looks like we get to see Moroha's demon form. Ooh. That's so. pretty exciting. Yeah, I'll have to watch episode four. Uh, I'll try to watch it tonight, maybe. You know, just kind of episode vibe. really four was it was really solid. I actually did enjoy it. Yeah, it was a very solid episode. What did you guys think of Jujutsu Kaisen episode four? Jujutsu Kaisen episode four was fucking great. The second half, I was like, the entire time, I was like, this is so fucking good. Yeah, the second half of it is top tier. It was very solid. I mean, I guess I may be not as 
enjoy this so much just because I'm waiting for what's about to happen because I've read the chapter. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. I've, I yeah. finally have sat down and started reading that more. I'm about 40 chapters in now, I think. Have you met his brother yet? I've met his best friend. His brother? <laughs> yeah, I have met him. Yes, yes. You know, uh, the best friend that you mentioned a couple of episodes ago, I have met him now. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yes. I enjoy yeah. it. Um, See, I haven't read any of it. I've just been watching it. Well, I mean, I have read it. I read up until um, it would technically be episode two or three that I've actually read up to. So seeing this was a complete surprise. And I was like, hell fucking yeah. Yeah, no. And the one thing that uh, was super dope about this episode is two things. Well, number one overall is just how well it was animated throughout the whole episode. But the oh, yeah. second thing is just how well they animate and portray all of just the pure amount of like gore that is that takes place during yes. this part. They did really well just really driving home the oh yes, you're these characters are getting fucked up right now. Like they really drove it home between um, him getting his hand cut off between the fingers, like being like blasted away mm-hmm. from the black, everything along those lines. Like they really drove home just how fucked up the episode was. Just the despair yeah. and fear that the character had going up against that. Yeah. Everything really was, really was nailed with uh, this episode. When I read the chapter, like a few days ago, that was one of my, that was one of my questions was how well they were going to just portray this, this little scene of everything that happened. And I'm very excited for the next episode. You know, I want I, you know how that's all gonna you know portray out. You know, I'm, I'm like I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm excited to see some of the stuff that's gonna be coming up. Yeah, yeah, it's I was really just exciting. I was just super excited because I really like it when like you know the bad guy kind of toys with them and like they're like, oh, we're hopeless, we're hopeless against this. And you know, in like Dragon Ball Z, when like Kid Buu is like toying with them and stuff, like it takes him forever to actually do anything about it and beat him, and it was just like it's a big ordeal. But this was just like so short and to the point. Is basically like, oh, it's toying with us and like beating the shit out of everybody. And then he's just like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then he starts toying with him and just like, just the frustration that like the the bad guy in the episode was like feeling and stuff. Mm. It was just, you know, really great to me because of how easily he was just like beat and how easily he had beat everyone else. So I really yeah, enjoyed that. It really showed the difference in power in terms of like one of our main pro tags. Uh, yeah. and this other, you know, uh, special grade curse really showed yeah. the difference of how much higher this particular, uh, curse is in terms of power, which was really cool because it's the first and, taste of it. Yeah. And it's not something that you really had to wait a long time for, which I mean, is also I, you, a plus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I compared a lot to like Dragon Ball Z where, or, you know, one, even one piece where to see their like real power, it takes so long to get to it. Yeah. Like from the start of Dragon Ball Z to the, you know, Goku going Super Saiyan is super long. The same with like One Piece from, you know, the start to when Luffy finally, you know, starts using gears is so long. And so like this was just like, you know, something you would expect to see like mid season, like yeah. later in this later in the series. Yeah. Naruto, you know, does the same thing as well. Like it really takes a while. It really takes a while for Naruto to really start to actually be good yeah you know all the stuff that he would do early you know early naruto was him getting lucky most of the time i would say the one time he really didn't get lucky and he actually did well himself was against gara 
but everything before that was he got kind of lucky. I mean, he fucking farted in Kiba's face for God's sake, and won, that's how he ultimately won the fucking fight. I mean, goddamn, yeah. this dude. Like, so yeah, I feel you. It takes a while to see characters' powers, and uh, that's one thing that's really nice about Jujutsu Kaisen is that it really just hits you with it quick with this uh, with this um, main protag uh, Sukuna. The other thing I like about just this power scaling thing is just like yeah, we've seen based on characters, but just like they're rating grade right there at the beginning when he yep. grades them just shows how obscure their grading is right and how yeah. that even though the creature they went to fight was a special grade sakuna is also a special grade and just the significant gap between special grades yeah is yeah because he was he was just miles above him. he just did that one move and just like completely wrecked him and like up until that point he was just playing with him and not to mention when it comes to just like how much that gap was just let's not forget that uh, he's only eight two fingers as of now. Yeah. yeah and so there's yeah. a whole 20. Yeah, there's 18 more, which, you know, he got a third one in this episode, which I'm curious where that special grade got it, but, you know, because it never really shows that. Well, well, step... step I can't remember from the manga Stepping now, into a little bit past what hasn't been said at this point in time is that these fingers have been floating around for years, pretty much. Right. And just now that... Um, Sukuna's gain a vessel. They're all sort of now emitting a resonance. They've always emitted this resonance, but it's more powerful now since Sukuna now has a vessel. So they're basically easier to find. Yeah, so things yeah. are finding them or they already had them and now it's resonating. Yeah, because where yeah. I'm at, I want to say we've had a total of like maybe like six that are in one spot of some sort. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I just kind of assumed from this episode that, you know, it was it's a juvenile detention facility, basically a prison. So I yep. assumed like the finger was already there. And then, you know, when the boom came down and the curse like manifested out of it, it was just like able to find it within that like juvenile detention facility. Right. So I wasn't like too fucked up about where that finger, finger came from. I was like, I mean, it was probably there. I mean, they had one at a fucking school for God's sake. So true. Yeah, no. Based on the manga at this point in time, more or less most of them were just floating around or and then as you said there was a set of them that was being held in a spot but right well uh talking about another series um that uh <laughs> takes a while to really start to show some powers let's talk about noblesse episode four you know zach what uh what did you think about it you know me and you we were, we've kind of had about the same opinion with how this is going that if it was anyone that wasn't a fan of this webtoon they'd be pretty confused what's going on I mean, I feel like episode four would finally be some sort of hook for people. I think so as well. Because now we're about to get into our first, well, at least for this series, excluding the... OVA. Yeah. Our first real fight. Mm. Because we have Takio and Tao, M21, and then... I don't even know if the Death Squad has a name at all. I think I don't even think they're given a name, other than just their personal names. What isn't they called? Aren't they called the DA five? I think they are, but I, I think I th- I, I'm pretty sure they're called. I the think DA they've five. only referenced it once in the anime. Now that I think about it, I think it was like first or second episode. I mean, that, yeah, that's what they're called, though, is the DA five. I think. Yeah, because yeah, now that you say that in the yep. manga, original manga, references them a lot more like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this episode focused a lot on those three. Yeah, it did. Which you know, which is obviously to be expected, because Tao and Takio is going to be basically become part of the group uh, at some point. You know, they're going to. They're going to become part of the squad, have a great time, go on adventures, going to start the Razelle Knights, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's what they called themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I like the webtoon, so I'm enjoying this. 
but I still, I can understand why someone from the outside probably wouldn't be enjoying yeah, this. Yeah, would drop it. Even if they've watched the OVA first and they actually went that route like they're supposed to yeah. and then started watching the anime. I could, I could, unless they, there's, unless there's something they just really love about it. I don't know. I could see someone dropping it. I mean, I'm happy with at least on Crunchyroll every Wednesday when an episode released and Thursday, it's at least on like the top five most popular at the moment. Yeah, it usually drops off pretty hard after towards the week till the next episode. But I mean, at least enough people are watching it right now that it keeps getting in the top five. Yeah, which so, which is good. So maybe it'll survive. I hope. I hope because I mean like. Man, there's so much like epic shit to come out of this series if they like continue to roll with it and keep pushing on with the story. As I mean, like I still think like Rai and Mizuka is one of the best fights I've ever read. That's it's a really good one. It's so well done, and I absolutely just love it to death. And I want to see it fully animated so badly. I do like some of the some of the arcs that are coming up in the future. Like that would be probably like just season two or three or whatever. Just like the island. Yeah, the all the island stuff, man. Just. Big hype. Big, big hype. Um, I am excited to actually... The, I guess the biggest thing that I'm probably excited for for this season is I want to see some heavy Frankenstein action coming up here in the near future. Because we know it's coming. Well, yes. I just want to see how good it's going to look. We got a little taste in the OVA, but from my rem- remembrance, Frankenstein doesn't do a terrible lot. In I mean, his current current arc. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I mean, I thought he. I mean, he had. Bas- I mean, he basically has a fight almost every arc. So I want to say he fights someone. Well, I just don't remember who. He does have like a one fight in every arc. It's just that we're still real early, and I remember like most of the early fights with Frankenstein are more or less just a stomp. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's all they ever are. Mo- mo- nine times out of ten, it's just Frankenstein's like, all right, I'm gonna beat that ass now. So yeah, no, and bringing up the focus, just how we're talking about the later content and whatnot just the fact that the series survived so long when it never actually really focused on its main character until like almost three and a half seasons in true that's true and that that's that's super important to note that the webtoon itself lasted you know went on as long as it did is because you're right they didn't really start to focus on our pro tag until about like two or three seasons in he would come in he all right he would basically come in have memes about trying to open doors, which was do great. normal shit. Yes, uh, him memes about him dying in video games and trying to get better at video games, which was a good meme. And then um, having a problem here. Okay, there we go. Um, having you know memes about the ramen, and then just come in at the end of the arc and just be like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you now, and that was it. Like we didn't actually start to get focus on Rai until like season three yeah, so that's what i was gonna say for anyone who listens to us and has picked it up and not rye is our main character yes it very much doesn't seem like it but he is our main character yeah he is and he's a great main character once he actually you know starts to get some focus on him but you know it's one of those things that like once you start to get the focus on him and you actually start to see more about his background and everything you really start to fall in love with the character yes. even more because there's just so much to the character but it's just, and the way it all sets up is honestly, it's really set up very beautifully, mm-hmm. and it really talks about his story in a very detailed fashion. And not to take away from any arcs, they build the like M twenty one Tao and Takia. They build all three of them very well as well, even going forward. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so let's talk about some My Hero fun facts. I love fun facts; some of my favorite stuff. And uh, Josh, you you uh, you brought up a lot of different fun facts, a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, there was uh there was one that I knew 
Uh, I think there might have been something else, but I know there was one that I did know. And, uh, you know, jumping into this, these, uh, these are like character changes and stuff. These are always fascinating to me. I've always enjoyed this sort of stuff. I mean, you know, one of, one of the most fascinating changes to me that's just always been kind of entertaining is like in uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, for example. Uh, you know, in the original opening, you know, you see the different characters bending as they're going water, you know, earth, fire, wind. And, you know, you can easily watch this and pinpoint who three of the characters are. But the earthbender... Everyone, no one knew who that character was. It was a giant mystery. Yeah, like everyone just assumed it was the boulder, but that was actually not the case. That was actually the original version of Toph. Uh, Toph was supposed to be a dude. Then they going into season two, they changed it to the little short blind girl. And they had a character design for Toph and everything, and they actually reused the design um, in the Roku backstory. Very quickly, when you see Roku's earthbending teacher, mm-hmm. that earthbending teacher is Toph's original design. Oh, cool. Yeah, just, little, just fun facts like that. I, I think that stuff's super cool. Uh, so, so we got some character fun facts involving My Hero Academia. Josh dug up some. I know a couple that I've always thought was pretty cool. Uh, so let's talk about them. Josh, what's some what's some of the stuff that you had on the table? Oh, yeah. I just got like super bored at work the other day because the power went out and I was just Googling fun facts. Um, <laughs> fair, fair. Um <laughs> uh, Uraka was originally supposed to have Mountain Lady's powers. Which is very interesting to me. Yeah. So that, that kind of surprised me. The other one was that uh, Midnight was supposed to be the original teacher of Class 1A. Yeah. Which really surprised me too because Ozzy was like the best character in the whole fucking yeah, series. Yeah, he's, 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 he's 10 out of 10, which also makes me think like if she would have been the main teacher, where would he have fallen into this whole thing? My question yeah. is if she had been the main teacher, would she have had an Aizawa's personality? That's also a good point. Yeah, that's also that's a good true. point. Yeah, it, then um, that's just it, that's just interesting to talk about. The other one was that uh, Froby and I forget the invisible girl's name. I can never uh, remember her name. Tora. But they were both originally dudes, and the creator was like, "Yeah, Class One A is kind of a sausage fest, so <laughs> changing them into girls." Okay, all right, fair. Yeah. Um, the other one. It's less creepy if the a, invisible person's a female rather than a male. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's true. All right, that's a fair point. That's a fair yeah. point. Well, it's going to be that way. Um, the other one was that the the guy in the uh, the Pussycats is canonically transgender. So he's not like. There's also another one, but I don't remember him at all. Um, I mean, I think that I thought that was pretty cool. What, just another character in the series, or? Yeah, just another character in the okay, series. Okay, I was supposed um, to say. I think You're... it was. I don't. I think it's like a hero or a villain. I don't really remember. Uh, I don't remember the character at all. Okay. But I just thought it was cool. Um, I mean, I sort of assume so with just the whole outfit thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually, I thought it was just a meme, like that dude being in the, like the girl squad and like dressing like that. I thought it was just supposed to be funny. On a slight side note, like him dressed like that reminded me of there's a series called Magical Girl uh, OA, and it's literally just this almost a uh, muscle builder guy who turns into a magical girl and fights an evil magic creature. God damn it. And, like the cover art for the anime is just literally him in like the classic pink magical girl slightly tearing it off to show off his ass. Jesus Christ. Jeez. Um, what's some other fun facts I dug up? I mean, there was the one you knew about how Bakugo is actually supposed to be a very nice compassionate person yeah see when you said that originally i'm like oh that's cool and then you sent like the the sketch of it and i'm just like i've unlocked a core memory i remember this <laughs> yeah 
the creator was like, this is kind of boring. I don't like it. And so it made Bakugo the way he is today, which is like the best move he's ever made, aside from making Ozawa class one A's teacher. Yeah, no, I, I could, I, yeah, assuming that all the characters' personalities are as they are now, and you change Bakugo to be a nice guy, it really off balances the class, in my opinion. It does. I mean, Bakugo being the lone asshole perfectly balances the class, you know, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> I mean, he had Kishishima um, with him. Hey, Kishima's a nice guy. I mean, he is, but he was Kishima a minion. Kishima's a really nice guy. He's a cool dude. He just likes to hang out with Bakugo. That's true. He just likes to hang out with him. <laughs> he was a minion for a bit, initially. Yeah, yeah a little bit, yeah. yeah. More fun facts were that uh, everyone's name actually has a meaning. I don't remember everyone's, but I remember Bakugo's, um, like Bakugo's explosion or something. So that was just pretty neat that everyone's like names correlate with like their powers and shit. That makes sense. Um, I mean, we're talking like marvel level naming now yeah we, we, it yeah. Yeah, feels like it yeah how everyone's first and last name has the same letter <laughs> yeah <laughs> i felt like there was some more but i don't really remember them right uh now. one of them and this was uh the one that i did know for sure is that the creator has confirmed that at some point deku's father will come into the series yeah um, yeah there's that one yeah which i that i don't consider spoiler at all because i mean the creator confirmed this openly in like an interview i think there's like in a two- year it was at comic-con in 2018 yeah so i mean that's not yeah. that's if you don't know that i mean it's your own fucking fault at this point yeah. uh, i mean that, i didn't know that until the other day right and uh one one thing that i've always thought was a pretty cool fun fact is the the my hero one shot original the original one shot he did so like deku um he still looked the same in terms of, like the green hair but he wasn't like a kid he was like a 20 something year old adult that was like, or, or like 18 plus, I don't remember. Uh, but that was the original version of Deku. But here's the more interesting part to me. All Might didn't exist. All Might was not a character, okay? The All Might figure in the one shot that was like the number one hero of the world, uh, I, I don't actually remember what his name was in the one shot, but it's the um, the snipe dude, the cowboy. Really? He was that exact design too. I don't remember what his name was. It was. I think it was Positive. I think it was Positive. Positive was his one-shot name. He was the number one hero in the world. That 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 design, the cowboy dude with the mask, whatever, that was the original version of who was supposed to be the number one hero. And he loved the design so much that he reused it for the character that we know as Snipe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that All Might didn't exist. It was uh, it was it was Snipe. Snipe, known as Positive in the one-shot. He was the top hero in that in that yeah. one-shot. I think he used electrons to, for his ability. I don't know. Electrons and <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't checked out the one shot outside the fun facts, so I really don't know. But I, I always thought that was just pretty interesting. You know, the you know, it's cool to see him. You know, if he if hey you know, if you got a good design, you know, might as well reuse it. I mean, look at Hiromashima for God's sake. If you got <laughs> if you got a good design, reuse it. You know, just keep rolling with it. Have a good time, right? But yeah, I mean, yeah. I always thought that was a pretty cool little fun fact that All Might was neat, like the staple character for the first half of the series, and still a staple character for the franchise. You know, wasn't even a character in the one shot. I always oh, thought that um, was pretty cool. Another fun fact I thought that was actually pretty cool. Just you know, thinking about how things work today. Um, so you know, when you create characters, you kind of want to come up with like their powers, like have them have a super cool power and stuff like that. Right. A lot of the heroes in My Hero. He just came up with random powers after designing them. Like they don't have any significance or purpose. Like n- half the powers weren't created with like an intention in mind to be used later. 
like Gran Torino. So instead like of jumping. instead of creating the power and then the design next, it's like create the design then the power. Yeah, gotcha. uh, one of the examples they used was like Gran Torino. Uh, his jumping ability was just like some random object he saw and was like, "Yeah, that'd be a cool power," and then gave it to him. And like so, like you know, there was no way that you know the power was going to correlate with anything in the story later on, which I always thought was you know, really cool just because a lot of people create the powers and then they're like, all right, here's what's going to happen. Like for instance, like one piece, like the rubber, you're like, all right, well, electricity's not going to hurt him. Bullets aren't going to hurt him. Like this is how he's going to use it throughout the series. So it was like a working backwards kind of thing. And I, I, I really like that. That's fair. That's fair. And you know, I will say one thing to tie into that. Um, it makes a lot of sense that he literally just looks at random shit to come up with powers because with the nature of how quirks work in this series about how 90 something percent of the population has it you're gonna get a lot of random shit you're gonna get a lot of random fucking powers so it just makes sense to like have an open mind where it's like all right let's see um what power do we want today um all right so this guy's gonna be able to shoot g fuel out of his eyes okay cool that's the power let's roll with it yeah so that that makes that makes a lot of sense personally just being able to look around and be like all right yeah that's the power we got today that's what we're gonna roll with that's the power of the day yeah, I slightly want to jump to another series because we're ter- talking about character changes, and one of your series you really like is Seven Deadly Sins, right, yep. Alex? Yep. Well, I just pulled up the original one shot of Seven Deadly Sins because I was remember there was quite a bit of character change from that originally. Mm-hmm. Um, let you know, Josh, I had just shown uh, Alex a picture of the original uh, character look and sort of just how she was. I forget her name. What's the main Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. She was not like pritzy and like very sheltered. She was a slob and very outspoken. Because <laughs> you saw that picture and I left your look. You're just like, what the hell? Yeah, I didn't know what you were showing me as Josh was talking. I'm like, what, what is that? What are, you, what are you trying to show me right now? No, when when I first saw that, I thought that was Tristan based on the hair. Yeah, no that that is Elizabeth's original design. Yeah, like I can, I mean, I can tell where Tristan got his hairstyle from that original design. Yeah, like I saw that, I'm like, is that adult Tristan? Like, what are, what are you showing me? Did something just pop out with Seven Deadly Sins that we need to report on? What the fuck is going on? I didn't realize you were showing me the one shot. Yeah, yeah. So like, her character changed a lot from the initial after the one shot yeah. as well. Right. And just like Meliodas, Meliodas was a lot more serious too. Which that's also kind of funny yeah. with how fucking of a goofball he is. Yeah, because like he was like super serious and chivalrous mm. and stuff like that. Right. Just one of those sort of other uh, just character changes from one shot to actual main manga series. Yeah, and it's always cool to see the changes of characters from the original concept to what we got. Because I know, yeah, this isn't a, a change in character, but one thing that I thought was always kind of interesting is, uh, Josh, I know you know this, Zach, you probably do as well. Uh, do you do you Zach? Do you know how the headbands came to be in Naruto? I've read it before, but I honestly couldn't remember off the top of my head. I always thought this was an interesting fun fact because it re- it reminds me so much of how Super Saiyan became a thing. Uh, so the headbands that you know everyone knows it's fucking everyone has everyone who's an Naruto fan probably has a headband in their house. I mean, fuck, mindset right over there. All right, the headbands came to be because he loved the goggle design for Naruto. But he did not want to draw it every single every single time he had to draw Naruto. So he came up with the headbands to go for a simplified route in drawing something, which is kind of like Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan only became a thing all those years ago was because, you know, 
they didn't want Jared Toriyama was tired of drawing yep. Goku's hair pitch black. Yep, every single time. So he <laughs> did. They came up with Super Saiyan so he could just leave it blank and leave it empty in the art. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I to love those sort of things. Just time. I yeah. think those thing, kind of things are so fucking hilarious. To save them time, but then with every stage of Super Saiyan, their hair gets bigger. I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, they don't have to color it in. So. I mean, yeah, yeah I can draw more lines. But as still. As well. <laughs> And it's also anything. funny to note in terms of like Toriyama, for example, he forgot Super Saiyan 2 was a thing. He admit this, which, you know, he forgets stuff all the time. And he admits, he I openly mean, admits this. He thought Super Saiyan 3 was Super Saiyan 2. He forgot Super Saiyan 2 was even a thing. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine the creator of the series like, Super Saiyan 2? Yeah, that's the one with the hair that goes all the way down. No eyebrows, right? Uh, no, that's Super <laughs> Saiyan 3. Wait, there's a 3? <laughs> <laughs> But it's even better because he just forgets entire characters. Like, yeah, like he forgot, launch. Yeah, he forgot yeah, launch, launch in the series. <laughs> yeah. Like after the Sand Saga, launches appears because he just forgot about her. Mm-hmm. Or like Trunks, he totally forgot Trunks. Uh, Trunks' hair color. Yep, that's why in Super, it, for all the art they drew for it, it was blue instead of purple or pink, whatever yeah. the, the lavender. Because he had totally forgotten what color he yep. originally. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Toriyama's a fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's also important to note that when Akira Toriyama was making Dragon Ball Z, he didn't plan any of it out. He That's true. He just did it as he went, and he backed himself into so many corners. He was like, ah, oh, shit, I got to figure this one out real quick. Yeah, which is one of my favorite fun facts about him is the fact that he did not like write out the series at all. It's just like, all right, so this is this week's chapter. What are we going to do next week, boys? I feel like being Toriyama's editor would have been a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh man, that's fucking hilarious. His, I, I also want to point out too, like his inspiration for characters is also pretty great. Like Frieza being based off like a lawyer or bankers or something like that. Like people that Frieza is based <laughs> off people that a character just really hates, and that's how he pictures them as this Frieza. I did and not know that. Even, like, I didn't know that either. Multiple, <laughs> multiple interviews, like yes, Frieza is based off. I, I, I think it's it's either lawyers or bankers or something. It's one of those two. That's what Frieza is based off of. That's hilarious. <laughs> now, now all yeah. I want to see is a crossover of Ace Attorney with Frieza as a plaintiff judge. Or, God damn it. Yeah, attorney against Phoenix right? <laughs> and I think there's another one. Don't quote me on this one, but I believe the only reason Cell exists was so that he could use the androids. Because his editor really didn't like the androids. They wanted more characters like Frieza. And he was like, well, fuck, I don't want to do more characters like Frieza. I really want to do these androids. So he created Cell so that he could do the android saga. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, editor. I'm going to do my androids. But I'll give you something. But I'm going to do my androids. Yeah, I'm going to fucking do what I want to do. Then it comes fucking Super Android 13 and shit. He remembers the Red Ribbon Army's a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's just like, oh, yeah. That was a pretty big thing back in part one. Oh, shit. Let's let's bring it back. Let's just skip a bunch of androids, too. Yeah. Yeah, because I imagine it was one of those things he's like, Oh, yeah, I did have the Red Ribbon Army. Oh, yeah, Android 8. I forgot about Aider. Oh, that's right. Oh, shit, I could do more androids. Let's just <laughs> skip ahead to 13. Yes. Oh, in terms of canon, skip ahead straight to 16. Yeah. And then yeah, he's just true. like, hey, man, do you want to do an android movie? Yeah, sure, fuck it. Why not? Here's, here's three well, more yeah, androids for an you. Android movie. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's the way. I know it has to do with the Cell Saga, and I believe he only created Cell so that he could do the androids because his editor really didn't want them to do androids because Frieza was so popular they wanted more characters like Frieza. Right. That's fair. That's fair. That's why Cell kind of resembles Frieza in a way. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Just to bank off that popularity. I also want to point out just a random shout out here in terms of the androids. And uh, so the uh, the Super Android 13 Dragon Ball Z abridged movie, one of my favorite jokes is that throughout the the, the special, when more androids continue to pop up, Trunks tells Goku, he's like, Goku, can we please not tell my father about this? Because Trunks came back in time originally and said, oh, yeah, two androids are going to attack here. And then they did have two androids attack there. And then three more appeared. But then three more appeared. And then when Vegeta finally comes in, he's like, oh, so this makes five androids you missed. (laughs) (laughs) Multiverse is a bitch. (laughs) All right, so let's close out the show with some chapter reviews. I did mention earlier we are going to add on a couple new series here to talk about for the week. We're going to add on uh, Weak Hero. And how do you pronounce the other one exactly? What's the exact pronunciation for that? Let me look at that again. Because I can never pronounce it. Elseed? Elseed. Okay. That's what I'm going to pronounce. I may be wrong. Elseed. Yeah. We'll, we'll roll with that. Elseed. Yeah, uh, those these are a couple series that uh, Zach is reading. I've read the first couple chapters of these two. There are a couple more webtoons. And, uh, you know, I figured, I mean, I don't know why. It's kind of like why I haven't talked about fucking Spy Family or My Hero Vigilantes yet on this series. I, just, I forgot. I forgot about it. All right, but, Toriyama. Yeah, I know, can, basically. Can we just point out real quick, though, that I really like that message? Like, what the, what the fuck is SXF? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, Spy Family, I've totally forgotten about it. I haven't mm-hmm. added it on there. I didn't know what the I, hell it see, was. See, the worst part is, like, I it's not like I haven't re- I haven't been reading it. You know, when a new chapter comes out, I read it immediately. I just keep forgetting about it to put it on the fucking thing because it's not a weekly st- series, you know? Uh, but but no. I just thought it was so hilarious because I've, like, heard you talk about it nonstop. I read it for a little bit and then stopped. So, like, I knew it was a thing, and you just haven't been adding it. And then you went, you randomly <laughs> just added it. That was like... Well, what is yeah. and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, I read it. I read it when a new chapter comes out. I just kind of forgot about to add it on the script. But anyway, I mean, one of the points for this show is that between, you know, Josh, you've mentioned this before, just off record, is that with having three different people here, we all bring different things to the table in terms of what we read and watch. So in terms of doing these chapter reviews, I mean, what? There's Spy Family, My Hero Vigilantes, Dr. Stone, um, just as an or an Eden Zero, just for an example of stuff that only I read, you know. So I mean, fuck anything that Josh and Zach reads, let's add it on there because that's going to lead more demographic where someone's going to listen to this. But oh, dude, he reads Week Hero, so cool. I mean, if we were really going to do that, we'd add a whole another like twenty minutes for all the crap I read. So that's fucking true. Well, anything <laughs> yeah, you want, anything you want to add, just let me know. <laughs> His chapter fairness, reviews are quick. I only read like four things. And they're the four things we've been talking about since original episode one. So no, that's fair. Mashal? Yeah, you read no. Mashal, right? Uh, I read two chapters of Mashal. Oh, man, you got to read, read more. And, you got to read more. No. Hooray! Half my brain cells died after Did you not love chapters. the hooray? The hooray was so fucking funny. Because it was like, it appeared like three different times throughout the chapter. Keep adding on another character. And then they started the, the most recent chapter with that. <laughs> Come on, Josh. Please. You got to read more. Please stop. You got to read more. Moving on. If I if I pay you, will you read it? How much are you paying me to read it? Five bucks. Uh, five bucks a chapter. All right, two bucks a chapter. <laughs> no, five bucks a chapter. Those are your first. I was just gonna pay you five bucks total, but you know, whatever. I mean, there's thirty six chapters, so five times thirty six. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be getting rich off reading these. 
no. I'll read it twice for you. No, 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 no. It's only it's only until you catch up. All right. Uh, then I'll just wait until like there's 200 chapters. He's not. Even, he's five not bucks. He's not going to read it. Five bucks a chapter for 200. He's chapters. not going to do yeah. this. Considering Josh is the same dude that admitted to me the other day that I'll send him a fucking link and he doesn't check it out for like a fucking week. He's not going to read shit. Uh, it just depends on what it looks like. I mean, when you send me one that says "re" and it has a picture of Pepe the Frog, I'm like, ah, I can hold off on this one for a little bit. It's not important. <laughs> well, you didn't know what "re" was. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know what "re" was, and I I wish I didn't know because it was just a horrible noise. That I didn't want to hear. Yeah. I mean, I don't actually know what it is either, other than our friend Diaz will f- scream it at the top of his ringing lungs in random That's- situations. That's basically what it is. Yeah, more or less. Anyway, so for the chapter reviews to finish off the show. All right, starting off, Black Clover two sixty nine. Would you guys? What would you guys rate this bad boy? It was really good. Uh, I'd probably say an eight as well. I think eight, eight, maybe nine around there is what is probably what I would give it. Yeah, I'd say eight. Uh, I think the next few chapters will be better once it gets past this whole like, Asa's got to conquer their demon. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, One Piece, 993? 10 out of 10. All day, every day. Shank's right eye. <laughs> That's a three. God damn it. I, I don't like I, that. I give, see, I'm not as big of a One Piece fan as Josh, so he's giving that a 10 out of 10. I'm going to give it a solid eight. It, I thought it was a good chapter. I enjoyed it, but I'm not as, like, mega hyped. I, I'm about to be mega hyped. Like, I know what some of the, you know, the buildup that's going on. I'm ready for some of this fucking throwdown. Uh, that's coming up. I'm gonna give an eight out of ten. Um, okay. Well, we're well, we're on this subject. Let's jump back in time a year, and I'll let you know why I'm giving one these current One Piece chapters really high scores. It's not just because I'm a massive fan. We're gonna jump back in time a year. About this time last year is when the horrible Odin flashback started. I mean, it wasn't a horrible flashback, but reading it weekly was the worst. Yeah, honestly, and I said that before. Reading it weekly, I imagine, was cancer. I really enjoyed the backstory, but I got to read it all at once. Yeah, I did not. So I got breaks in between and, you know, holiday skips, and it was just awful. So now that we're into actual content, and not only just actual content, but, like, everything from the past is just starting to pay off now makes these chapters so good because we know up until you know a couple months ago wasn't the best it wasn't something that i wanted to read through week every week like weekly like just sit there and be like oh yay nothing happened so where we're at now man it's getting hot really high scores eight nines tens like there's just so much good shit going on that's fair. You've gone up. You've gone through a very painful road to get where we are now. <laughs> Unlike True me. That. What about Chainsaw Man episode? Uh, I mean, chapter ninety. Uh, it was really good. I'd give it about a solid seven or eight. Like it had some content in it. Now and- I'm giving it an eight before the sole fact that it had some content in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was good content too. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving it a seven because we get a return of two characters, and then. I'm hoping it's a setup for something a lot more interesting than what we got. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. All right. What about uh, Kaiju n- number eight, chapter 15? What'd you guys think of that? Wait, there was a chapter 15. Yeah, it came out today. I hate you. Oh, shit. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Zach, what are you doing, bud? I mean, I'm actually going back through to see a certain name because I can never remember the blonde kid's name. Okay. Because he was super okay. hyped this episode. I thought, I, as soon as I saw you pull it up on your phone, I'm just like, 
Is he skimming through this because he didn't read it? <laughs> no, I read it. I can just never remember Leno's name, so I was actually looking up his name real quick. Okay, that's fair. He had a yeah. great moment in this, which makes me want to give it a seven. I mean, because some stuff does happen. We get some reveals. Leno gets to be a badass and return the favor that's our MC did for him back in like I think like chapter three or four. Yeah. I give it like a probably a solid seven, but man, I'm I'm feeling it. These next few chapters are about to be a lot higher. I'm yeah. only I'll uh I'll give a review next week. Yeah, that's I... fine. Because I mean I'm about to be reviewing chapter two of Deranged Detective that I missed last week. So anything like that is no big deal. Just we'll fo- I'll, I'll make note of it on the script and we can follow up your uh, review on it for next week. All right. Uh, what about Phantom Seer chapter nine? This is really starting to get good, in my opinion. Like this is starting to go somewhere. Yes. Like I'm, I'm, I'm starting to really dig the vibe that we're going with this. The only thing that's I... good because I dropped Phantom Seer after chapter five, so I, I might pick it back up. <laughs> F. <laughs> it's starting to get Why, somewhere. Man? I, I, I'm really starting to dig this. Like, I, okay, I loved Bone Collection. I love Time Paradox Ghost Rider, but I feel like this, se- these series right now is in a better position at chapter nine than those two were. To give you an idea, I mean, yeah, but in all fairness, more King's still going, so which blows me away. Anything is possible. Yeah, it blows me away that's still going. It's like in the twenties now, and I'm like, this is an abomination. <laughs> Why? Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. But anyway, uh, what do you think of uh, Phantom then, Zach? I want to give it a seven. It was very enjoyable. We got quite a bit. The only thing I didn't really like was the slight. Uh, flip back and forth between our main MC and then the girl. Right. I, I feel like they both deserve a little bit maybe chapter focus on each of them for each of them what's going on, in my personal opinion. That's fair. And because of that, like while I am enjoying really what's going on, because we're really starting to really get somewhere with the characters and everything as a whole, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'll, I'll give it probably a seven. I, I think it's about to start really picking up from here. Uh, we're about to start getting some what I think is going to be some really hype content to come. I, I'm, I'm actually really excited for the possible success of this series. Like yes. I, th- I, th- I think it could be possibly going in a really good direction. Uh, what about Mashal 36, Josh's favorite series? Zero. Hooray! Zero Hooray! <laughs> I fucking love this series. It's so fucking stupid. Oh, uh, Big Bad's about to get his ass whooped. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> He is about to get fucking wrecked. No, just from like all the pure comedic factors of this fucking chapter, nine out of ten for me. Because it's just so fucking stupid. Like bet- it really is between like the hoorays, the cream puffs, and just everything that w- was in throughout this chapter, leading up to when the big bad's about to get his shit wrecked. He's about to get molly whopped. Like it's nine out of ten for me. It's so fucking stupid. I laughed my ass off throughout the whole chapter. I give it more an eight out of ten personally myself. Just my feelings on it so that's fair uh so next up is deranged detective a newer series that we just picked up uh so i'll start off with my chapter two i did uh, read that because i missed it last week chapter two man you are not kidding it's just like how the fuck did he get from there to there yeah no it makes no sense this this mc you're not wrong he is a fucking trip like he is all over the fucking place and i love it it is so stupid oh he's a great character but yeah just that i mean there's a brief reference to the body that's found with his initial investigation at the right. house, but nothing to make you believe that nothing else. Right. Right. Uh, for me, chapter two, I'd give it a solid seven out of 10. I mean, just number one, first and foremost, 
I love seeing this art style again. It's just really cool to see. Uh, yeah, it's just a nice blast from the past for me, and just the content itself is very entertaining. So, 7 out of 10 for me on Chapter 2. What do you think about Chapter 3? I'm going to give 3 a 7, because uh, it's our first setup to a multi-part case. Yeah, and I, I'm actually going to give it an 8, because we're really starting to see some other factors come into play mm-hmm. like the uh, like this you know the, the place where he was enrolled at and blue academy blue academy is coming into play and everything along those lines uh so i'm gonna give it an eight because it's really setting up for a lot of different things to be involved uh to lead up for something bigger and i will also say now that we are three chapters into deranged potentially next week uh since zach and i are reading it if josh wants to check it out cool if not whatever no harm done uh zach and i can maybe give a a real full detailed synopsis of this series because kind of my goal for introducing you guys to new series is like three chapters breakdown because in terms like Shonen Jump, for example, three ch- the first three chapters and the last three chapters are always going to be free. This is read on Manga Plus. So I feel like maybe next week, maybe uh, for some extra like you know original content, whatever section, uh, Zach and I will give a full three-chapter synopsis. So, you know, and then keep everything else kind of spoiler-free like we have been. Just so that way you can know exactly what to kind of expect from this series as of right now. That's something we may look at in the future. We'll see. Uh, so for me, Dr. Stone, Chapter 171. Uh, I read it. I still have no idea what's going on. When are you going to catch up to this? I mean, probably never. Oh, well, once ever. <laughs> once we continue reading this, and then I actually know what's going on just because I've chosen to start at this point yeah. and know nothing beforehand. I keep forgetting that you're just reading the recent <laughs> chapter and you haven't actually checked out anything else. I honestly keep forgetting that. To be fair, I do know a bit. What I read up to initially was when uh, he first gets to Corn City and just his initial interactions with oh, everyone. Oh, you're there. not that far behind then. If that's as far much is is that where you start? Or is that where you read up to? No, that's when I initially read Doctor Stone. Oh, okay. at least I think it's Corn City. It's whenever he first met the girl and then the his little tagalong kid. That may not be Corn City. It may have just been their little village they made. I don't know. The I'm not I'm not sure what you're referring to. So he separates from Muscles and his woman because they go to with Mister mm. I'm gonna kill everybody, and he goes off on his own and he runs into other survivors. And oh, dude, that's very early. Yeah, yeah no, it's super early. Uh, yeah, that's that's what's animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got that's not Corn City, you know. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Corn City is something that's actually pretty recent. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. No, okay, I, I know. I, yeah, you're you're very early into the series. Yeah, um, yeah. Chapter one seventy one, uh, man. It's uh, it's some good shit. It's some good shit. I'm I'm really excited for what's coming because they're. We got we got the two smartest people on the planet right now trying to crack the code of what the fuck happened all those you years have ago. Three, you have two big nerds and one little nerd. Yeah, basically, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That is that is very accurate. Yes, yeah, the two mega minds over here, and then you got their fucking assistant, basically. Uh, but they're they're working on cracking the code of what happened. So I'm pretty hyped. I'm giving this a nine out of ten. I'm, the, I'm very excited. With the for glow this. and bubbles. Yes, with the glow and bubbles. That's right. I'm very excited for what's coming. Nine out of ten from me. Uh, My Hero Vigilantes, Chapter 88. Uh, This being, uh, you know, bi-weekly manga, I've been reading it for a little bit now. Again, it's one of those things that I just kept forgetting to put on there. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed the chapter. You know, we're, we're still, you know, I know in the recent chapter we got to see a uh, high school Miriko at the end. That was cool. You know, her, what she looked like then. So we're about to get some action with her. So that's pretty exciting. That alone makes it a pretty hyped chapter. I'd give it a probably a solid 8 out of 10. I mean, it's a pretty good series. I like My, my Hero Vigilantes. Uh, it being bi-weekly, it kind of hurts a little bit because, you know, you get some other stuff that happens where it's just like, eh, I'm really not hyped to wait, oh, you know, a couple weeks for this, you know? 
So is Vigilante is actually taking place before yep. my hero? Okay. Yep. Takes place before. Uh, you know, it's entertaining. I give it a, probably a solid 8 out of 10. Uh, Spy Family, uh, Chapter 35, another series that I'm a big fan of. This is also uh, another bi-weekly one. Uh, I, I love this series. It's a giant fucking meme. I mean, I, I it was it. a good read for me, just catching up. It's yeah. a weird-ass rom-com. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of 35? What would you rate it? It was very enjoyable. Very good chapter, just being able to focus on uh, our husband and wife. Yep. That and that alone makes it a nine for me. Like I mean, getting a lot of focus on them two, and uh, just like the conversations they were having, like that's that's some good shit. I'm I would give it, it. a nine as it. well. Just long term for this series, I hate for whenever those two realize what each other are, and someone steals Anya. Oh, I know, right? Somebody's gonna regret their life. <laughs> oh, dude, which I imagine is gonna happen at some point, and shit's gonna get wild. Uh, so next up, we got Eden Zero, Chapter 116. I love this series. It's so fucking good. Uh, right now, we're kind of like in a transition where it's like everyone's kind of getting in position to fight their who they're going to fight. You know, I mean, we know how fucking fairy tale goes. That's how it always goes. Everyone gets in their position to fight the person they're going to fight for the arc. We're getting into that position right now. So I had to give it like a probably like a solid seven. It's just kind of set up getting into that position. About to get some sweet action over the next few chapters. This chapter did have some pretty cool action, though. So... Uh, next up, we got solo leveling one twenty four ten, ten. I'm gonna go ahead and just yell it now. That's a ten. That's a ten for me, boys. The ending, those last few pages, man. That was enough for me. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm, I'm gonna give it a nine because I've already read one twenty five thanks to a quick translator yeah. that I read through, and I would give one twenty five a ten. Like holy shit. Oh man, I'm pumped. Let's but go. One twenty four. I gotta give a nine. I mean, it was super hype. Yeah. Barrier dude's an asshat. But, I mean, he can make barriers wherever he goddamn pleases. And then we get finally returned to the double dungeon. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah, that that alone makes it a 10 for me, man. Return to the double dungeon, he's all like, all right, I'm ready to fuck some shit up. Let's go, boys. Fucking love it. What about Unordinary 207? John is having a breakdown. Yeah. And then, I think his name is Blake. Yes. Blake or Blake. He's going to do some Punisher shit soon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I, I, I'd say for this chapter, I give it a probably like a solid eight. Uh, you know, we're getting we're we're getting into some good stuff involving this arc. Uh, I know this is also going on a two week break. Mm -hmm. Just for anyone that is reading on ordinary, be please be aware of that uh, the author just wanted to take a take a little breather. Uh, but they, you know, the author did comment how they really wanted to finish this arc before they took a break. So it tells me maybe the arc's not that too not that far away from completing. Hopefully not. Yeah, but I would also give it an eight. Yeah. Uh, what about God of High School 487? You know, we're we're approaching the the climb, the ending of this of this franchise, this series at some yes. point. Uh, we're definitely getting to the end. Uh, so, what do you think of 487? I'm gonna give it a seven. We get to see the return of Ilpio, which was nice. Yes, and just and here's the thing. So with <laughs> with God of High School, I'm doing the same thing with it as I did Doctor Stone. I read quite a bit that first week you had me on, but I didn't quite catch up, mm. and I just haven't read like the last like. 50 chapters or so I'm missing between oh, this. So I'm still slightly confused. For me, I would give it a nine. And the only reason I'm giving it a nine is because of how much I loved that private conversation between him and Maury. Yes. No, that was very good. That conversation alone of just his pure and utter dread of just like, I just went out and lied to all those people. We're all probably actually fucked. 
There's nothing that we can do about it. I don't know what to do. I'm stressed. What's, you know, that whole conversation. I loved it. So that's a nine for me. This chapter was really good because of that. Um, just, you know, it, cause it really, it really cements the position that they are in mm-hmm. because it, you know, he basically gave all these people kind of like a false hope, even though he knows that, yeah, we're, we're probably fucked. I don't know how we're getting out of this boys. So that's a nine for and just me. Just how much he trusts Maury. Exactly. Just how much he trusts Maury, man. Uh, next two are for you, Weak Hero and uh, LC. What would you think of the recent chapters? I don't even know what the recent chapter numbers are. I need I, I need to know that so I can start putting on the script. But well, there were Weak Hero was absolutely great because just to do a quick synopsis of it, Weak Hero's focuses around this kid who's nerdy kid, real skinny, weak, perfect target for bullies, and this whole series revolves around delinquents and just each ruling their schools because we're going between like five different schools and there's this whole almost yakuza anarchy because there's this one guy donald not on the top and all these other schools are under him then the school our mc goes to isn't under him synopsis people like to pick on him but when they come to pick on him he uses any tool any measure available to him and wrecks their shit and now at our current chapter we've gone through more or less several of the lieutenants before donald Nah. And we're about to have a big fight between uh, the top lieutenant of Donald Na from the second school and then Ben Park, who's our main big fighter and sort of the leader of the faction. He's not actually our MC, but our MC is part of his faction and Ben is sort of their leader there. And those two are starting to throw down. And just everyone's watching this happen and deciding because there's a whole ranking system and these two guys are two and three with Donald Na being at one. So it's super hype. I give it an eight just because we got this big old fight that's been building for a while. And then everyone's right there. Ready for shit to go down. Because as soon as that fight's in, some more fists are going to be thrown. Okay. Then El Cid, which I think I pronounced it different earlier. Um, this is actually the second series that I'm aware of done by the Noblesse writer. I think so, yeah. And then the art's actually being done by... I forget their name, but uh, they did the art for Girls of the Wild, which was also another fighting manga, mm-hmm. which focused around a whole school of combat and martial arts. But kid finds this cat. Cat turns out to be this super powerful guy who's on the run. Cat decides to start training him because he kept him alive in favor. And we're in this whole world of people have these superpowers and called out seed quick synopsis of everything stuff happens he gets involved similar to noblesse style and now he's been picked up by one of the organizations as a sub person and it's been sent to this academy with all these other groups who are sent people and these other unaffiliated people and it's more or less a training school trying to teach people how to use their powers and whatnot but what they don't know is that our mc has been trained by this super guy who's more or less wrecked everyone in the universe he's like number one in the universe <laughs> in terms of strength and power and he's far more advancedly trained than all the other unaffiliated people besides his one friend who's there. And they're about to have a match between the unaffiliated and affiliated people. And the unaffiliated are more or less just bullied by the affiliated because mm-hmm. they're not part of a group. And more or less, we've set up that the matches for it, the matches are happening next. Going to get to watch some uh, she's not, not knows people who think they're better get wrecked. So I'd give it a seven. 
good buildup, not a whole lot of actual action, just finally setting the fights that we've known has been going to happen for several chapters, mm-hmm. and fights start next chapter, so I'm, I'm ready. Okay. These are both two series that I've read the first handful of chapters for, uh, but that's all I've checked out. And I've been meaning to go back and check them out. I mean, I'm still meaning to go back in terms of other webtoons. I've still been meaning to go check out, like, the Keep Reading the Gamer, Hardcore, mm-hmm. Leveling Warrior. I did finally start. Did you to, finally start that? I started about two two or three chapters of it. Fucking love, Eric. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's a couple of different uh, webtoons that uh, I still still need to keep on reading. Or actually, on. his name's Ethan, not Eric. That's a different series. Yeah, I, I, st- I still got to pick back up on this. Um, but no, that's going to wrap up the show. I think that was a pretty good one. We had a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, Josh, Zach, do you guys have any closing words to finish off this show here? I'm good. Uh, I had a couple. Firstly, yeah, what's up? Um, so we were talking about going back and looking at uh, Oda's comments on Weekly Shonen Jump. There's oh, actually yeah. a website where you can look up authors' comments in Shonen Jump, <laughs> and they have every one of them. So they have I, it's a long ass list for Oda. I so it'll take some time to go through it and just to find where he stopped caring. But there were some good ones like been washing my hands like crazy. I uh, finally found out what the mystery meat is in Nissan Noodles. Like, just random <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> uh, the other thing, too, I just remembered uh, not too long ago we were when we were talking about Yashihime. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, did one of you guys say, like, you're still not convinced that uh, Moraha is Inyasha's daughter? Uh, or did I just, like, make that up? I think you just made that up. I was the, about to say. the comment that Zach made is that we, like, in the same comment that you had last week, is that we have not gotten actual confirmation in the series itself uh, that he, that that is uh, Inuyasha's kid. That's even, what it even is. though we know it is, yeah. we have not yeah. gotten in plot in story confirmation of it. That that was the comment Zach yeah. made earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. Um, and what made me think about what I'm about to say is, um, so in the preview for the next episode, I totally forgot that uh, Miyoga is in it on Moroha's shoulder. Okay. Um, which is kind of a nod because uh, Miyoga specifically works for Inuyasha. Like he serves Inuyasha, yeah. so yeah, 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 it would make sense that he would be there for Inuyasha's daughter. Well, that that's so. pretty hype. That's like kind of the first nod to what we already know, mm-hmm. you know. So that that's actually pretty exciting. I'm about that. Yeah, and that just kind of popped in my head. I mean, it was like one quick little scene with Miyoga just sitting right. on her shoulder, and I was like, just remembered it. Um, but yeah, those are my last two comments. Okay. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up here for us. Uh, make sure to check out um, any spoiler stuff we got going on in case you're interested in spoiler stuff. Make sure to just uh, follow the show wherever you're listening to. Google, Apple, CastBox, Spotify, whatever. And uh, that's going to be, yeah, that's it. So until next time, guys, hope you guys have a great day. See you. Bye. All right.